This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's Erica. Radio at gmail.com and anthony it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at super vegan brian at nerdcaster mike at Kersey smurf erica and of course at nerdcast radio thanks for listening everyone enjoy the show Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your living host, finally back from all that is ghostly. Special Mikey, along with he is Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? Super vegan Brian. It worked. He doesn't know he's a clone. What? That activate amnesia mode. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey, along with he is Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? Super vegan Brian. He doesn't know he's a clone. What? Activate oh. amnesia mode. Please, let's not do this again. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey, along with yeah. Hindu Anthony. I hate you all. Super vegan, Brian. Hello, Nerdy Cursey Smurf Erica. Hola. And today, our special guest is Dan Colonna, the Nerd Pundit and co-host to the Dinosaur Machines Video Game Club podcast. Hello. Who are you, we're, people? We're really happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Really excited. Awesome. So for the people who may not know who you are or what you do or never heard your podcast, why don't you uh, describe yourself a little bit? You know, what's your nerdy? So my nerdy is video games. I think that that's probably the right answer. And my podcast is with two of my best friends, Mark and Dave. And we we don't review games as much as we play them and then chat about it for about an hour. And then we'll quiz each other on video game knowledge at the end of it. And then as for me, I just like writing about video games a lot. So that's why Nerd Pundit exists. That's my blog, which I update quarterly at this point. <laughs> and that's that's the long and short, I would say. Well, that's awesome. And did have we explained, Brian, uh, like the, the thing behind the name? We've shared it on Facebook. So yeah. but we haven't like I don't I, I think we've mentioned it on the show like a long time ago. But um yeah. So we were originally Nerd Pundit Radio, and then after a couple of episodes, we found Dan's blog. And um, Dan, why don't you finish the story from there? Yeah, so I went through a specific a specific set of emotions when this all happened, but I got a message from Brian. It was it was hilarious, and it like it was a, a good paragraph, and it said, "Hey man, just wanted to let you know that like I just started this podcast. It's called Nerd Podcast Nerd Pundit Radio, but then I found your blog." And, you know, we have this intro and like at this point, I'm like, oh, shoot, they already bought the copyright and it's it's over. Like, I have to delete it, punted. That's the end of the dream. It's over. And as the, you know, paragraph goes on. No, it was just like my own insecurity about not owning the name that <laughs> that came out all in a moment. And then as the thing went on, you were like, dude, we're going to change our name. We're going to get a new intro. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the nicest dude ever. And also the craziest coincidence. <laughs> You're like, he's not a monster. Oh, my he's God. He's Destroy my little blog that I never update. Unlike, you know, the rest of the internet probably would have done. You know, it's true. And that's why it's too bad that I had that expectation of the rest of the internet. But I seem to have been graced with your presence, which is 
like the one in 10 that did not want to do that. And then immediately I was like, we have to be cool now, right? Like we should probably collaborate on stuff. And I guess that led us to here. You're like, we're, we're going to be best friends now, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just have a similar thought that many years apart. Like it's, it's still a very specific thought to have, even if it's considering we had this idea for this podcast and we had no idea you existed. Yeah, it was yeah. a cool coincidence. So here we are. And that was, that's the nerd pundit angle of thing. I, I love that. And well, my, my yeah. idea, because uh, I came up with the idea, I was like, oh, we should totally do a play on th- play on words. I was like, like I know NPR. And I was like, what does NPR do? Well, they kind of talk about politics, so kind of punditry. Oh, we're nerd pundits. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, uh, and the name actually, so my friend Vin and I were going to do the pod, the blog first. He's very political. And at the time, it was like cool to be political. Now it's exhausting. Let's not even. But, you know, he wanted yeah. to write about politics. And I was like, cool, I want to write about video games. And then we came up with that name. I was like, nerd and then pundit. I'm like, oh, that works on 15 different levels. We have to do that. So it's so similar, but different. It was just. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm one of those into politics people, too. There's nothing wrong with it as long as. Well, yeah, it's it, that's its own thing, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it annoys the shit out of all my friends. And so. I'll, I'll say this at the beginning now, because there are people who don't listen to the end of podcasts, but you can find Nerd Pundit blog at nerdpundit.com. And you can find Dinosaur Machines at SoundCloud.com slash Dinosaur Machines. Thank you very much for that plug. That is all true, what he just said. <laughs> all of it. Every awesome. bit of it. Yep. So the, I, I'm honestly glad you're here because when Brian told us you had your name, I thought you contacted us and was like, knock it off. Oh, no, no. Yeah, right. I, I would. And then uh, Brian explained it and I was like, oh, yeah, so we're, we're chill. This is great. <laughs> knowing me, I would have if I found you guys first, I would have been like, hey, this is great that you're doing this. Do you want to combine forces in some way? Like in a way that would have been unrealistic, but I would have been like, oh, we need to create the nerd pundit empire now. <laughs> <laughs> We're networking. I've it's thought about that too late, too. I was like, wow, we could have totally partnered up with him. I mean, we're all, well, we're working there, together there are now. All the time, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I'm really glad you're here, and uh, we're gonna have a we're actually gonna have a really good time today because today we're talking about comic book movies and everything that just that just encompasses that. But, but first, first oh what do we got to do, Brian? But first, we play everyone's favorite game. What's nerdy with you? We're the four of us. No, five of us. Five of four, us. Jesus four. Christ. Five. One, two, three. Oh, no, five. Yeah, five. you're right. Five. I'm wrong. Should I wow. just leave? Wow. Is that like a, too many I wasn't including myself, there? Erica. I wasn't not counting you. Is no, I wasn't including Mikey myself. Wasn't. No, I wasn't including myself. I was looking at uh-huh. you guys. I no, real, I, come on. I'm I love teasing. my Christmas oh my God. I love her so much. <laughs> I, I assumed it was me. Up, she's like, good smurfing fucking morning. And everybody's like, Erica, you can't say that in the village. <laughs> <laughs> So, but first, we're going to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where the five of us share the nerdiest thing we did this week. And then at the end, we all vote using Mike Myler's patent and widget system to decide who wins the nerdy no prize. Did he patent it? No, no, it's a joke. I mean, you say patent <laughs> all the time. He didn't technically patent. Jesus Christ, Erica. <laughs> just, just asking. It's not that hard to patent something. So I mean. Can we just call it the Myler system now? Oh, I like that. The Myler system. It sounds system. very scientific. It does. Very it scientific. does. <laughs> Myler's like widget. It. Myler's widget sounds like a famous mathematical theorem. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, so as our guest, Dan, you go first. What was nerdy with you this week? The nerdiest thing I did this week, its I think it's about a week. Uh, I play Overwatch a lot on PS4. Ooh, I love Overwatch. I, I, miss, awesome. I miss playing Overwatch. I Mike. spent some money on loot boxes. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
I did too. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wanted one specific skin. This is pretty specific if you don't play it enough, but there's a healer who is also a sniper, which is like ingenious called Anna. Yep, and Anna. she had a great skin for Halloween and they're limited release. So if you don't get it for Halloween, you don't get it until next year. What so I was like get? Corsair, the pirate skin where she's a pirate and it's great. And she's all flowy and it's awesome. So nice. oh, that's it, so cool. But you can't just decide I'm going to spend $10 on that skin. You decide I'm going to spend $10 on the chance to get that skin. Exactly. And, and then you might not get it. So I did it until I got it. How, mu- how much money did you spend? I think $50. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like I'm I'm super rich. So I shouldn't be spending this money, but I did. I'm eating breakfast for a while. <laughs> Who needs bread and milk? So that's, I think, my nerdy thing. Who needs gas to heat the house? I got my skins. <laughs> you got blankets, right? No? This is what blankets were invented for. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. So That is an extremely nerdy thing. I love cool. it. And I am next. I'm never this early. Um, okay, so Brian, what's nerdy with you? What was nerdy with me this week is... If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, um, you may know that I started a book a long freaking time ago called The History of Salt. Yes. Yes, I finished that book this week. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. How was it? It was a little dry. It was a little dry. (laughs) 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 Anthony, what was you? What was what was you nerdy week nerd? Yeah, Anthony, nerdy yeah. you what? <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, you did nerding. You dude, what? Um, so for the third week in a row, I played uh, Divinity Original Sin. Nah, I'm kidding. Wanted to mess with Brian for a little. I was about, I was about to feel like you lied, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my nerdy thing is gonna be. Well, I mean, a lot of people are probably gonna hate me for this, but it was Halloween. Um, and here's why it was Halloween. So we dressed me and my girlfriend dressed up my son as a dragon. And then she went as a character from the Alliance, um, the 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 World of Warcraft costumes, and I went as and I went as a character from the Horde. And character. Um, I'm like, I saw their costumes on Facebook. Holy really crap! It was awesome. This, um, I think she went as Lothar, and I think I went as uh, fuck, what's his name, Thrall's dad, Duritan. Yeah, Duritan, and I went as Duritan. That is so you awesome. Should po- you should have her post that on Instagram so I can see it because I don't get on Facebook anymore. I think she did put it on the Insta of Grams. I did not see it on Instagram and I follow everything she puts on there. But we do. I do need to put it on the page is what I need to do because we took a picture yeah. of three of us. So that's what I did is I dressed as a as a video game character uh, along with my girlfriend. We we played as opposing sides as my son dressed up as a dragon. Oh, God, a ginger orc. Oh, Fun fact that I found out about my son, and you guys will not be very surprised. Um, he likes zombies. <laughs> well, he's that's your cool. kid. Yeah, that's in the family. That's exactly what. That's exactly what my girlfriend said. She was like, like father, like son. We went to a house and they had those like window decorations uh, where, you know, like it's like a screen and like projects like silhouette images. So it was like this silhouette image of these zombies, like trying to like crawl, like moving around in the person's house. And it was hooked up to a sound system. and He had the speaker outside and you could hear the sound of the zombies groaning and like clawing at the windows. Like you hear the window streaking and all that. Um, he was so enamored by what was going on. We had to like pull him away because he was just like kept trying to walk back to the zombies. That's not a good sign if there is a zombie apocalypse. I did, yeah, I did just say I was, it. I was like, I was like, 
I was like, if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, you need to not go to the zombies. I know, like, I'm going to have that same problem. I'm going to have to fight my urge not to go towards the zombies, but, like, you'll die. Hmm, that'll make me sad. <laughs> that very is, interesting early life lesson. Yeah, that is the nerdiest yeah. parenting phrase I have ever heard. Son, if you can't go ever, towards the zombies. If there is ever a zombie apocalypse, do not go towards the zombies because, you know, that's real and we believe it. But at the same time, Anthony. <laughs> did did I not ever tell you what I did to Amelia? No. no. Oh, my God. Okay. So she was like four or five, I think. And I went I was I went to my mom's house and I was trying to get her Christmas presents out of the car and into the basement of my mom's house so that we could wrap them for Christmas the next day. And she just was so interested in what I was doing. So f- finally, my mom has this big bay window. I took her over to the window and I said, look, Amelia, zombies. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, look, don't you see them moving back there? And I and I convinced her there were zombies. She sat at that window for like 45 minutes watching the zombies. Oh, that's that's amazing. <laughs> Parenting <Holy> win. <laughs> That is that, that is awesome. That is awesome. Our kids, our kids should meet. But so that was what, <laughs> that's what I did. Uh, Michael, what was your nerdy thing? Nope, Erica, what's nerdy with you? Oh, okay. Sorry. Um. So, <laughs> so I guess the nerdiest thing is something that I realized, not so much something that I did. But I'll share what I did. Um, I binged watch Stranger Things too. Yes. And it was super good. And I loved it. Um, but the thing, the nerdy thing that I realized is I was waiting in line um, to buy lunch at work. And the, the Final Fantasy waiting song from Final Fantasy 15 was playing in my head. And it's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> I realized that I played Final Fantasy too much that whenever there's silence and I'm waiting, that it automatically plays in my head for me. That was it. I think that's pretty incredible. <laughs> I sometimes would hear the victory music when I do something good. But no money falls out of the sky. Sadly. Oh, I know. Damn. No, no gill, no gill for us. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael, what about you? Well, okay, mine, uh, mine is along the lines of Anthony. It has to do with you know Halloween just happened. Yeah, it did. And we, me and my family, we took my daughter and a few of our friends' kids out, and we went around our new neighborhood. And apparently, and I'm glad we picked this neighborhood because our new neighborhood is all about Halloween. The houses were done up great. One of the guys in the corner put a flashing light on the storm drain in front of his house and tied like a bunch of red balloons there. Oh, my God. Were there 99 <laughs> red balloons? No, there was enough to make you uncomfortable, though. I know, right? Oh, yeah. I saw a kid walking around dressed as Pennywise. And I was like, I looked to my girlfriend. I'm like, we should have done that with Aiden. We should have dressed him like Pennywise. So, but yeah, we did, we did really good. My daughter got a really nice haul, but... This year, I was I usually start planning my costume like at the beginning of September, like on what I want to do. But with the move and everything coming up, uh, we just I just never sat down and really put my time into it. So when I got home, I was like, what can I do? And then I realized I have the Loot Crate Hawaiian shirt for Wash from Firefly. Oh, that's awesome. So I so I, I did my hair up a little bit. I put on I put on some nice big boots and like because he, he actually wears boots. And then I did just found some random pants and I put on a white shirt and then I left the the Hawaiian shirt open and I went as I went as wash, but I, that's, that's kind of my nerdy thing is that I, I thought of, uh, I did firefly, but the addendum to that is I really, 
really missed an opportunity because my friend Dwayne walked me beside me. He had this really awesome Nerf gun because he was a zombie hunter and they had fake blood. And he's they're like, but didn't he die in Serenity? So uh, spoilers if anybody hasn't seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. And so and they had fake blood. And I was like, oh, I could have put a, a giant thing of blood right there in the center of my chest. And then he could have just fallen around and been like, I need to get my darts through the wash. See, I- <laughs> <laughs> oh. All I heard was um, Michael washed for the first time on Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The whole night he's like, has anybody seen my wash? I got to get my darts in the wash. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, it was great till he till he shot me with all eighteen bullets. That, yeah, oh. <laughs> I guess I would put a damper on it. Uh, luckily, after he shot me all those times, the spring in his nerf gun started to go out. So, like every other time he fired, it would just go bloop, like a comedy, like in the Looney Tunes movie, like slide out of the barrel and just hit the ground. Michael, activate voting description. I don't want to. <laughs> God damn it! Thank you. Um, now is the time that we vote on who had the nerdiest thing this week. <laughs> Are we sure? Yes, I'm trying to talk less because I'm horse and Michael's not Michael's not cooperating. You're not a horse, you're Brian. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not a, a horse. Pe- yeah, horse uh, murder. Murder. <laughs> Never met a horse named Brian, but this is pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he's a broom. You know what? Call <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> Erica, describe it, please. Okay. So the way we do this is there everybody has widgets. You have the amount of widgets uh, that there are people plus one. So that puts us at six widgets each. We divide them up, and whoever gets the most widgets wins. Yeah, you give your yeah. To whoever you want, even yourself. But just forewarning, that makes you a terrible person. Well, yeah, but we're all terrible people. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Speak hey. for yourself. <laughs> all right, Dan, you go first. You have six widgets. Who are you going to give them to? I, I have it written down here. I just want to. My recap is Erica Final Fantasy music, Michael Firefire Wash costume, Anthony Wow costumes, and Brian Book. I just want to make sure. Yes. Correct. That's so really I'm still learning your names. I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, so I, I copied from you. Um, I have to give Brian two. Wait, hold on. My math can work out. I have to give Brian three and the rest of you get one. That's not good. Wait, no, that's right. Yes. So Brian gets three and the yeah. rest of you get one because right. Brian finished a book. And that's really exciting to me. I am going to give Dan two and I'm going to give um, Erica three. Yeah. And I'm going to give who had the more nerdy thing, Anthony or Michael? Well, oh. Erica gets four. Yay! <laughs> um, Anthony, you're up. Um, I will give Erica two. Yay! Brian two, and then I will give our guest, Mister Dan the Man here. I'll give him. I'll give him one. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. <laughs> <laughs> you have one left, don't you? Yeah, that's all. Oh yeah, I should have one left. Uh, then one to Mike. Yay! All right, Erica. I am gonna get Brian three and Dan three. Whoa! I'm honored. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna give Brian two, Erica one, Dan two, and Anthony one. I feel like this is close. I haven't been Uh, keeping track. It is really close. Anthony and Michael are tied with two. Erica has eight, Dan has nine, and I have ten for finishing the history of salt. Wow. I I think the pun is what sold it for me. I was excited you finally finished the book, but but then the pun the pun was perfect. It's a little dry. (laughs) You gotta wonder you gotta wonder if he's been holding on to that the whole time. Honestly, it wasn't intended. (laughs) 
okay. He <laughs> says that, but you know, the moment he started the book, he was when I finish it, and people ask me how it was, this fuck was dry. It's in the foreword, and we're going to see it and all, you know, facepalm at the same mm-hmm. time. So that's what's nerdy with you. I win the Nerdy Nose Prize. Michael, why don't you introduce our topic? Today we are going to be talking about comic book movies and the gloriousness of them, the, the ones that probably weren't perceived as all that good. But I'm on the stance with Kevin Smith that there is no bad comic book movie. That's not true. Ah, you're, everybody's allowed to be pessimistic. But I we're talking about comic book movies today with Dan and ones we like, ones we don't like. But we're honestly, we're just going to go and just have a go at it. Well, there is an outline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so are, like, are there are things to do. Like, have yes. you been gone so long, Mike? That I'm you've looking at how it to do right now, job? actually. I already looked at it. <laughs> and I am looking at it. And I'm looking at it again. And excuse me for trying to have a little bit of a vamp and, and play things up. And I know I knew we should have programmed the ability to read into this clone. What? Uh. <laughs> Um, our first topic is why we love comic book movies. Dan, you're up first. I love comic book movies because they didn't seem possible while I was coming up in the world. And then one day they came out. And the first one that I can remember being really excited about was the original Spider-Man movie. And I was like, how is it? How is he? This is amazing. And yeah, that's why. Because they didn't seem possible. And now they are. Yes, it's the amazing Spider-Man. It's incredible. Well, that's actually, that'd be the Hulk. But yes. <laughs> So that's I'm not sure if that's too short. I guess that's the reason. Yeah. How about you guys? I don't know who well, goes after. Um, I'm up next. <laughs> I I have loved comic book movies since I was a kid because I saw some of the most awesome ones, like um the original Punisher with with um Dolph Lundgren, and then later on the one with Thomas Jane and um John Travolta. I love both of those, including the awful Dolph Lundgren one. The Dolph Lundgren one wasn't super bad. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I I loved it, but I was a kid. I don't I've I've never watched it as an adult. I only saw it as an adult and I was like, this is pretty good, but my God. I was a big comic book fan, so getting to see the characters that I grew up with coming to life on screen, but I also watched the the seventies Spider Man movies too when I was little and I really liked those. Oh wow. Well, it no, was I, so cool to see him walk on walls, and it looked real, even though it was very clearly tilted camera. Yeah, they they Superman, they Superman, they Batmaned him. They Batmaned him in a very convincing way, which is awesome. Yeah, um, Anthony, what about you? Mm, I I think I'm on like Dan's side with the Spider Man thing because when I was a kid, Spider Man was like my probably my favorite superhero. And so when they came out with that Spider-Man movie, I was like, oh, my fucking God, I got to go see that. <laughs> and I, I still like the comic book movies. I mean, even though, like, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are getting sick of them because there's been, like, too many of them. So now it's kind of becoming that thing where it's, like, it's kind of getting overdone. I still love them. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, my God. Those movies are amazing. <laughs> Both of them. Um, mostly the Marvel ones. I don't know what's been up with DC, why they haven't been able to hit their stride except for Wonder Woman. Wonder no, I think they're getting the be- I think they're getting better at Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, I new, think Tom Holland's new, perfect. The new Spider-Man oh, was amazing. That. I think that was the best Spider-Man. I think that was the best Spider-Man movie personally. I do. Has anyone home. here ever seen the Oh 19- yeah, the new Oh, sorry. Um, has anyone here ever seen the 1990 Captain America movie? Bits and pieces of it. There was a 1979 one that I've never seen, but I really like the 1991. Oh, there's two? I thought that was the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> and now and I have to find it. The 1979 one, he looked like Evil Knievel in a helmet. That oh, one I've, I've, I've seen, seen that stuff. one. Yeah, I've seen that one. And, and uh, the 1991, <laughs> he looked exactly like Captain America. 
Which I liked that one. That's the only one I've ever seen stuff about. Is that one? Do you guys ever watch? Sorry, I was just saying. It looks like they pulled them off the paper. That's all. I'm I'm filling up the air. Why don't you go ahead, Anthony? I was going to say, do you guys ever watch the YouTube channel um, where they do the how it should have ended? Oh yeah, how it should have ended. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the one where it was like how Spider Man should have ended, and it was at the end when the uh, the bad guy reveals uh, Peter Parker like, oh, um, I know who you are, blah blah blah. Don't fuck with me, or else bad things will happen. And um. And the way they did on the YouTube video is they just were like, Peter Parker's like, do you have like super strength and super speed? And he's like, no, I'm just a regular guy. So he just reaches over, grabs his hand with a gun. He's like, help, help. There's a man with a gun trying to trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about the original Spider-Man one. That was the um, that was the Spider-Man homecoming one. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. I, was the, oh. I thought that was so funny. I and haven't it, seen and that it, one yet. And it just came out. So spoilers. <laughs> You oh, know, I haven't seen that one yet. I Me mean, neither. That's that's a. I I'm okay with it because I'll still enjoy the journey or whatever. But I I have not seen it somehow. The neat yeah. thing about it is it was fan made. It was the one where they they made the entire thing through comments. Oh really? Yep. That I didn't know. Erica, why do you love comic book movies? I love comic book movies because it's like watching my childhood come to life. Like I remember being super excited about the first Spider Man as well, but. I was over the moon when they did, like, the first X-Men. I watched all the cartoons. I read all the comic books with my dad when I was a kid. And, like, it, it's just like watching it come to life. So, I mean, for me, it, it's all about basically reliving my childhood. Everything that played out in my head, I get to watch play out on the screen. So, I like that's why I like them. What about you, Michael? I had seen the the Donner Superman when I was a kid, and but it never really synced up to me as comic books. I was just like, I like Superman; he's great, and I liked it. And I saw the '89 Batman, and like the, those as comic, those never really clicked with me as comic book movies. I just like it, to me, they were separate entities. They were great, uh, but it was when the first X Men came out because I had like you had seen all, I'd read the comics and I'd seen all the cartoons, and I loved them. I thought they were great, and I was like, holy crap, they're 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 doing a movie with them, and it's going to be amazing, and it's going to be awesome, and this is so cool. And I saw it and I loved it. And I was like, wow, that guy really does look like Wolverine. And Cyclops is a douchebag. What happens and when a toad is struck by lightning? Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly that what I was everybody. thinking. Yeah, <laughs> that's same exactly thing what that I was thinking. Same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I loved it. And then just as they all kept coming out and more and more, I was just, I, I fell more and more in love because it was so much of me that was now coming to the screen. Because I remember growing, like, growing up in the, like, the 90s and stuff and seeing a lot of movies that, yes, I did like, but I was never like, Oh my gosh, this is so awesome. We have to go see this in the theaters. Cause like before that, there was only like one or two movies. I would be like, well, let's go see in the movies. Other than that, I was like, we can wait. It's fine. I don't care. But when comic book movies came out, I was just like, we have to go see this one. We have to go see this one. We're going to go see it. It's going to be amazing. Oh, I mean, oh, so just, and I'm never going to like Anthony. I'm never going to get tired of them. Never. I, I've, I'm so excited for all of them. And we all I know we all have favorites and they're wonderful. And I just got to say, Dan, what's one of your favorite ones? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you okay. hear that, I don't want to interrupt you. But you did, though. No, I didn't. I wait till you fucking stop talking. Shut up. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Michael. Uh, so, <laughs> so real quick, uh, Tim Burton's Batman was fun fact. The first movie I actually ever saw in theater ever. Really? Yeah. I was never got to see anything else in theater. My mom and Chuck took me, my sister Rachel, my brother Andy and Matt. We all went and saw uh, Batman in theater. And it was the first time ever. I loved it. 
Awesome. So, all right, go ahead. You can, go well, ahead, Dan. Okay, another fun fact. The 89 Batman Batmobile, still my favorite. It's the only one, in my yeah, opinion. Exactly. Yeah, agreed. Well, I mean, I kind of do count the original, like, uh, from Batman the Animated Series, his really long one that he had. Yeah, the, that like, was first, great. Like, the first season of uh, that, I, that, I love that Batmobile. Um, little known fact, all those, like, special movie cars are made in the town I live in. That's really cool. Wait, they make yeah. them in him. Wait, they make them in him. It. Um, you, um yeah, There's a there's a yard in San Jacinto. I never knew that. San Jacinto, California. Him, yeah, you would be amazed at how much movie stuff comes from San Jacinto and Hemet. Like a ton of it. It's crazy. I I just. Oh my! How did I never know, Brian? Yeah, the Flintstone sounds like you guys car. are going to take a field trip. The '66 Batmobile. The 60s. Do you want to go on an adventure? <laughs> you got to live blog this, dude. It's, it's adventure time. You can, you can be Finn the human or Jake the dog. I don't care, but we're going on an adventure. <laughs> All right. Um, back to Michael's question. What's your favorite comic book movie, Dan? See, this is a layered question. I'm going to start and say Spider-Man 2. Oh, I just smacked my microphone. I'm sorry. I just got so excited. Um, <laughs> I just karate chopped my pop filter. Um, Spider-Man 2. The, the old Spider-Man 2. If that makes sense. The one with Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Yeah, the the, the Maguire Spider-Man? Yeah, uh, that was... Well, not Alfred that whole... Molina. Yeah, the Alfred Molina movie. Let's call it that. Because Tobey Maguire didn't make it. Alfred Molina totally made that movie like that is dr octopus he was like i don't i don't want to say he was born for that role because he's like one of those actors that's also been like in legendary films that aren't spider-man but they picked the right guy to be dr octopus that was so cool that movie's awesome so the real star of that movie is the casting department yes oh for sure. totally. <laughs> totally and you're right he was he in my opinion you couldn't have found anybody better to be doc Oct. he was great right yeah that's that's my favorite what about let me. Oh, wait, we already. J.K. By the way, J.K. Simmons, the greatest J. Jonah Jameson. Holy oh yeah. Crap. Oh, he was, he was beautiful. Oh yeah. Stay Farm guy. Who knew? <laughs> no Fun spoilers. Fact, my father-in-law looks a little bit like him. That's terrifying. That's that's legitimately terrifying. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, oh, I love the guy. No spoilers, yeah. guys. But if you read Spider-Man comics right now, there's a really, really, really good J. Jonah Jameson plot line. Is oh uh, really? Uh, is he still mayor? Um, I don't know. Huh. Okay. I don't know. I I I I'm, I know about it from articles, so I don't okay. know a lot of details. But I do know that the plot line is amazing. I'll have to check it out because I read spoilers. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to check this out too because I've been wanting to get back into comics. I haven't been able to been picking up a lot of comics lately. So Brian, what's my, one of your favorite comic books? My favorite comic book movie of all time, and Eric is not going to be surprised by this, is Tank Girl. I'm not I surprised. Am not surprised. <laughs> I did not know they made a movie. Um, what? Well, Really? Maybe they did in the 90s, right? Is that when it came from? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it was so, so good. Go ahead, Bryce. Sorry. Um, Lori Petty plays Tank Girl. Um, uh, what did Lori Petty do that I can like? She played um, the sister in A League of Their Own. Um, she she was, played the sister that nobody wanted. She was a pitcher and they hated her. Um, and then she was in um, Supmouts. <laughs> she's in a lot of movies. Yeah, she's in. She's she's that one actress who's in things. She's, she's not, that lady that's in stuff. Yeah, she's not like you don't. I I liked her in Brimstone because I watched the hell out of that show. Tank Girl is a story about a post-apocalyptic wasteland where um there is a quest for water and there is one overlord who's trying to control all the water and there are mutants. It's sort of, it's very fallouty but very tongue in cheek at the same time and um it's about tank girl fighting the overlord um who is a tank girl and she's insane and she's very entertaining to watch and there isn't a lot of plot 
other than Ice-T plays a giant mutant kangaroo. Which is awesome. <laughs> and the comics are very, very raunchy. The movie walks the line a little bit. Just I, a little I'd bit? I'd say that's about it. Yeah, I would say it's... <laughs> I remember that movie. I really liked that movie. It was a good movie. Um, Anthony, uh, your favorite and why? Um, you know what? Actually, uh, I know it was a recent one, but it's got to probably be Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. I really that liked a, it. That is a very good movie. I thought the story was really interesting. It wasn't the same kind of, oh, we're superheroes and it's what we do kind of story. It was like, no, we're just kind of this ragtag bunch of people who like kind of were forced together. But now I guess we're stuck in a situation where we have to save the universe. It was very funny. The action was really amazing. They know how the to make car- a soundtrack. Oh, man, the music was amazing. And, like, none of the characters were forgettable. Like, there wasn't one character that was like, oh, that person's kind of lame. It's like, no, they're all really cool characters. And then, of course, the stakes totally get raised when it's, you're not saving the world, you're saving the universe. Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah, but then after the galaxy, bad things are going to happen to the universe. But the galaxy is more important because it's the immediate location in which they live. Oh, my gosh, fine. They save the galaxy. Didn't you read the fucking name of the movie, Michael? I mean, Anthony. Anthony, I was like, I found the fucking you said galaxy. You hush. I said galaxy. Erica, you're (laughs) up. I liked it. Uh, Okay, so... Uh, as far as favorite goes, it just depends on what I'm, what we're talking about. If we're talking about dramatic storyline, then that's a different movie than overall like enjoyment. Like, so which one are we talking about? We're one talking you can about keep one watching. comic book movie. What's your favorite? If I had to choose just one, yes. yeah, like the one that you you like. It's, I define favorite as like the one you go to, like the one you like. You can just keep rewatching and you'll love it. Um. Well, Just I'm going to say Wonder say, Woman. No, it's not Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. I mean, that was a good movie. Um, I was going to say Civil War. I'd have to say Captain American Civil War. That's a cool pick. That is a good pick. I that actually is a really cool surprised pick. no one picked. No one, not one of us picked it before. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I love Guardians of the Galaxy as overall hilarious. It's great. Uh, it made me have a crush on Chris Pratt, but. You mean Parks and Rec didn't do that? No, no. <laughs> um, but I mean, Civil War, it, it just it was a whole nother level to the to the Marvel movies. And yeah, it was really serious. But I just I love the way it interacted and the story developed. And it was just I, th- I think it was perfect. I think it's the best one, to be honest. It, so it worked really well. Plus, I, I loved their introduction for Spider-Man, how they pulled him into the universe and, and worked it in. I really thought that was really good. Yeah. All right, Michael. Your turn. Well, for me, I want to say it's Spider-Man Homecoming because I love Spider-Man and I think that was like a a perfect Spider-Man story. But it's going to take a very close second to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 for me. I mean, for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 just really pulled everything together for me. It made the character to me. It it showed more development in the characters. It had one of my favorite actors in it, even though he was a bad guy, Kurt Russell. And just the the way the story went and the introduction of of his dad. And it it just worked. And plus, again, they hit on the money with the soundtrack again for this movie. I mean, my favorite scene in the entire movie is when Yondu is taking out his entire former crew to the song Closer. I, oh. Oh, I know. That's so good. It's That's my so good. favorite. I rewatched that oh, over and over and over. Me too. I, so I rewatched that, that one so much. And I'm probably a terrible parent for this, but it's my daughter's favorite movie too. And so she demands to watch Go Galaxy every day. Amelia watches it all the time. My daughter's three. No, but no, I don't, I, I don't feel bad for letting her watch it. She loves it. She loves Gwoot. 
and she 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 thinks she thinks Wake is funny. So she she likes the movie. It's one of her favorite ones. When we go to we'll go to restaurants and stuff, and if she starts to get a little restless, I'll be like, honey, do you do you want to watch Guardians? She goes, sure. And I I put the digital download on my phone, and so she'll usually watch like twenty like. 20 minutes or so while we eat and then she'll put it down and like eat her food and be calm. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Stanley. Thank you. Oh my God. Calm eating kids. That's my, that's your dream. That's my, that's my new joy in life. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, I don't feel bad that I use, that use a cell phone in a movie to do it. She, she'll watch that, be happy, eat and eat her food. And then I'm like, Hey, we didn't have, we didn't get asked to leave. I'm good. <laughs> I have to say about guardians too. Guardians 2 did something odd for me, which it, is it made me a Fleetwood Mac fan. Holy shit. So they got. So you're weird. telling me the third one has to put the Eagles in it. Oh, fuck that. I won't even see that. <laughs> now, now, Dan, I don't like the Eagles. I hope you don't have a problem with that. I, 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 I have no them. I have no uh, feelings on the matter to be <laughs> upfront, but I was surprised at your reaction. <laughs> it, I was like, oh, causes, oh, my. It has caused a fight in episodes before incredible uh sam was like oh the shit don't talk about the eagles. i was like wow the eagles and i like you see me scribbling like a whole paragraph off of what i want to say over here like, never like, mind oh, eagles and you're like <laughs> crumble crumble throw into the trash can this is all garbage when yeah, i saw yeah, <laughs> when i saw the big lebowski i felt so liberated that a character in a movie hated the eagles too he was so vindicated he was like yes i'm not alone in the world we, there's at least a dozen of us uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice our next topic is um i don't know i just have two three words written down so um dan thoughts on marvel versus dc go so i used to think man dc what jerks how dare they and then you know the dark knight series came out and then i was like wow Okay, so Marvel's fun and popcorn and DC's like, I might cry at the end of this Batman movie now. Okay, and then they started on the next phase of movies where they sort of wanted Nolan, you know, to like have his, you know, like DNA in the whole thing. But, you know, Superman was cool. I don't know. I, what I'm trying to say is that I used to think they were lame and then Dark Knight came out and that was awesome. And then... The new ones are coming out and now I'm confused because Wonder Woman's awesome. I love that movie. I want more of that. And Batman versus Superman, I didn't cling to. But needless to say, I like I feel like Marvel's playing it safe at this point. But DC's got like a lot of experimental stuff going on. So I'm really excited to see what they do. So. It's like they're they're trying to find their flow. Exactly. Like they're like, how funny does it need to be? How serious does it need to be? You know, how are we going to do this? And I'm and I think that's where the problem is. And I think um, Wonder Woman is where they found that balance. So I think they can they have found the balance. Now they've got to implement it going forward. And I hope they do that. I hope that they take every cue they learned in Wonder Woman and they apply it to the Justice League movie because. If, like you were saying with Civil War, if they can juggle that many heroes in one Marvel movie, that's like proof. And that many high-profile actors in one movie and make it work well to the point where somebody will be like, that's my favorite comic book movie, then they have no excuse to to kind of like drop the ball, especially after Wonder Woman. Like, come on, they're, they're right there. So yeah, that's, that's what I will say. They're right there. DC is right there. So Man of Steel came out. Yep. And I heard that it wasn't a sequel to Superman Returns, and I liked Superman Returns. So I said, fuck that movie, and I did not see it. And then Batman vs. Superman came out, and I got excited about that. But I waited, because I didn't want to risk it. And afterwards, there were some horrible reviews. And I read spoilers in some of those reviews that went, thank God I'm not seeing this awful movie. These spoilers are hurting my heart. 
<laughs> right. That's uh, that's kind of the same response I made. Um, and then I, I feel like I should watch it though. And then Suicide Squad came out, and the trailers tricked me, and I watched it, and god damn it. <laughs> I liked Suicide Squad. And the trailers tricked all of that. The trailers tricked me. But I think I went into Suicide Squad without any expectations other than it was going to be funny. That was it. I didn't have any expectations for the story. Um, I I, I had nothing. I was just like, let's see where this shit goes. And if if you approached it that way, it was was really funny. It wasn't that funny, though. I saw what they did to Harley Quinn, and I was like, I'm out. I'm, I'm easily distracted by very bad editing. And oh, then you then no wonder you hated it. Yeah, like it yeah, was it was shot horribly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There were some cuts where where Harley Quinn would be like soaking wet and then other cuts where she would like be dry immediately. I think that was one of the things somebody pointed out. And I remember like I wouldn't notice that because I'm not going to notice that kind of thing. But if I had noticed it, like somebody who might, it would have probably taken me right out of the experience and when I saw it. It wasn't Some of the so editing. much the continuity. It was more of the just like the shots that were lined up. Who is the director, Bry? Oh, God. Um, hold on. Like it, it was really the way the director did. I don't think the story was awful. It I mean, it wasn't great, but you got to start somewhere. The characters were good for the most part. There were too many. Um, even though I know it's a Suicide Squad, you you don't pull in comic book characters just they to make them expendable. Everybody. It, it was really David, did. It was David Ayer. Well, he did a fucking awful job. So he should never get another movie. This, That's all. This I'm makes saying. me wonder if like because okay, you, you, we had you got okay, we I wasn't here. We had Odin on last week, and I I have to I wonder if like these kind of things like because he does editing for his job. Like does watching movies and seeing stuff like Harley Quinn being wet in one cut, and like oh, next thing you know she's immediately dry. Does that kind of editing like just drive him nuts when he goes and sees a movie? Maybe because he 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 notices details on stuff, so it's like that it has to drive him nuts. Well, I wouldn't blame the director here. Because because of studio pressure, they reshot a lot of the movie. And, a lot of the movie got reshot, yeah. And oh, that's did they where, did? Yeah, oh, and that's where okay. a lot of the sloppy editing came from. Because he directed the movie to be a little bit more serious with some jokes here and there. And they reshot it to bring up the mood of the movie because of the Batman versus Superman um, reception. Really? And they cut almost all the Joker scenes. Well, I did notice that. I was like, they really like amped up you know, the Joker. And then like, all of a sudden it was like, he was barely in the fucking movie. Yeah. There's some really great interviews with Jared Leto. I've watched on YouTube where they show him being interviewed before the movie comes out. And then they show him being interviewed after the movie comes out before the movie comes out. He has a light at his eyes and he's really excited about the movie. And then after the movie comes out in his interviews, he's being positive, but his eyes are dead. (laughs) That's going to suck if you put like a lot of work into a character and then all of a sudden like like it's all cut out. Yeah, I can see how that would be fucking awful. Well, apparently they they put it to him as a very interesting role that he could put a lot of work into and work really hard on and be in a good amount of the movie, even though it wasn't a Joker movie. And they cut most of his work and he he had worked really, really hard. Like he put a lot of prep into his role. And it's like. It's like working on a project at work for a month and then being told they're not going to do it. And it's like, oh, wow. It's like it's got to be even more crushing because joining the uh, the roster of Jokers is awesome. You're alongside Jack Nicholson, Cesar Romero, if that's his name, I forget. From Cesar the, Romero. Right. I, I, I said it knowing I said it right, but I wasn't sure. 
And then like, that's cool. So like, you're like, well, all right, my career is at a position now where I'm like playing this character. I want to pay homage, but also put my own taste to it. And the Joker's always the focus, even if it's Batman's movie or whatever. He's always, everyone wants to see him. So I'm sure he's annoyed that he didn't get the chance to really shine, especially if he did shine, but they just shut the door on him. Like, it's the worst. I want to see the extra stuff they shot and everything because I, I haven't gone back and seen everything with the extra stuff because I think the DVD has the extras. Um, I want to see it because how he was represented in the movie pissed me off because I think he was a misman. He's a mismanaged and ill thought out Joker, and I'm hoping that like the extra stuff rectifies a lot of what he was. Oh, uh, if, have Leto's you ever Joker? seen Jared? Yeah. Jared Leto in anything else? I've seen him in so much. He is an amazing actor. He is. He, I, he actually is a good actor. And I feel like not only was he gypped, but we were gypped if they really cut everything out of it, because maybe that's why we don't like it. I mean, I get the whole he's got like the gold teeth and like he's more gangster than anything is a little off putting. But if they I mean, if he really played it right, it, it probably wouldn't, you know, be disappointing. You know what I mean? And, and, and for me, I think that's where it was. I feel like he didn't have enough time. To really show us, because they fucked it all up. <laughs> Probably should have even had him in. That's how you really feel. <laughs> I have a funny Jarrett Leto story. If you guys want to indulge me for like two minutes, yeah. I don't think do it's it. a long two do minutes. So it. I live in New York City, and at the time I was living in Brooklyn with my best friend. We were going to breakfast one day at some place, and um, in the city, and then lo and behold, Jarrett Leto came in, like just to eat. And everyone like in the city, when you see, I mean, I guess this is anywhere, but when you see a celebrity in the city, you're supposed to play it cool. And we did, but like, we were obviously like huddled together. Like, dude, that's Jared Leto. Oh my God. He basically just floated up the stairs. What is going on? This is crazy. And that was it. We were in the same room for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And I was like, this is nuts. He has like a trench coat on. And he was, it was like, he looks like he's still on film, even though it was like just him. I can relate to that. I met, I met Bill Pullman. I met him too once but tell me your story i i met bill pullman and i was at a concert and my um he had an investment in the in the um in the ballet company that i was going to see and i was a guest of the owner of the company and they wanted to introduce me to bill pullman and i walked up and he turned around and i saw little sparklies around him and he looked exactly like he did in the movie and i went i put my hand out and said you're bill pullman (laughs) <laughs> oh no <laughs> he knows this <laughs> and he said thank you and shook my hand and walked away <laughs> I, bet, I bet famous people get that all the time where somebody goes like you're blah blah, blah. i'd be the one that'd be like no i'm not this is a figment of your imagination you've gone insane finally you need to go check yourself into a hospital i would do what bill murray does like walk up to people steal a fry and just look him in the face and be like nobody's gonna believe you <laughs> Dan, what was your Bill Pullman story? I'm I just sorry realized to detract, but I have to. No, I goofed. I looked up Bill Pullman because I, I guess I used all my brain power on Cesar Romero's name, but I <laughs> it actually was Bill Paxton. It was Bill Paxton. <laughs> everybody gets him. Everybody gets those two mixed up. When everybody said Bill, when uh, when Bill Paxton died, everybody was checking on Bill Pullman. Oh man! So it was Bill Paxton, and he was getting dinner for his birthday, and we interrupted it to actually it was for his brother's birthday. And we interrupted it just to shake his hand and take a picture. And he was like, dude, I was like, guy, I'm so sorry, but you're Bill Paxton. So, you know, like, I'm never going to get this chance again. He was like, no, it's cool. He was so happy and friendly about it. And yeah, that was who I met. That was kind of like when I met 
at Kevin Smith. He's like super chill. He's like, hey, yeah. how's it going? He will sit and talk with you. He uh, he's he's a celebrity I want to run into and be like, what's up, man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Smith is amazing. I yeah. he's such a down to earth dude. Yeah, I want to legit meet him. I okay, you, you doing that to Bill Pullman, Brian, is not as bad as what I'm about to tell you when I met Cheech Marin. So I'm picking up my wife from the airport. She went with her sister to South Carolina to meet some family, and they they're like, okay, we're coming into LAX tonight. So I go to LAX at night and come, and they're I'm like, are you plane unloading? She's like, yeah, our plane's unloading. They just let us turn our phone on. I'm like, great. And uh, first class is unloaded first. And coming down the, the escalator is the first class, and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, businessman, businessman, douchebag, douchebag. Okay whatever, blah, blah, blah. Cheech Marin, no way. And he's like getting closer and getting closer. I'm like, oh man, I just got to tell him I love him. I got to tell him he's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Cheech. And he's like, he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, hey. And then and it's just like, Dave's not here. And he just walks away. And it's like, Dave's not here. And he just, he had this sunken, like, fuck look on his face and just like hightailed it away from me. And I'm just like, shit. You said the you thing everyone says. Guy. Yep. I became that guy. And I, I was telling myself, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to be like, what's up i love you you're gonna be great and then in, and then i just like i had that out of body experience like i was standing behind me and i saw me go like hey dave's not here and i like did the thing with with the like the handgun uh and he was just like he just gave me that look like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> oh, and nice. walked away and i was like oh i fucked up <laughs> we are on to anthony marvel versus dc go <laughs> we're still there um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went on a crazy <laughs> tangent like we always do. Uh, honestly, for right now, it's still probably Marvel. Um, hopefully, DC can start getting you know back into the game because it, what's weird is like at the start of it all, DC was the one kicking ass because they had all, all those Dark Knight movies and those are really amazing. And then they started making all the really not great movies. And then Marvel came in and was like, hey, Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers again, Iron Man, like all the great movies online. They haven't really made a bad one yet. So DC does have Wonder Woman. <laughs> what are you thinking that the Marvel movies have made so far? That's bad. I'm curious. The first Hulk was horrible. Talking about the Eric. Ban of Hulk because that was shit. Yeah. Or are you talking about the Edward Norton one because that one was not shit? The Hulk was not made by Marvel Studios. It was made by Universal. Oh, was that? Yes. Okay. The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton was made by Marvel Studios. Yeah. That's okay. how I was okay. like, wait. Well, the, no, I was talking about the first. Bam! I'm still correct then. <laughs> Even though I, I didn't know I was correct. I didn't know that. Thank you, Brian. You you made me correct. I timed I timed into that movie. You don't see the whole the Hulk in that movie for the first forty two minutes of that movie. Jesus. Dude, come on. That's I never saw it. And now I know why. Count yourself yeah, lucky. That's terrible. It, it has some beautiful scenes in it. You get to see Ang Lee does what do what he does best. It really does have some beautiful scenes in it. Kids like the movie. Um, and they did to Sam Elliott's mustache is a sin against humanity. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't tell that man you're gonna straight cut that mustache. You do not do that to Sam Elliott. Yeah, it was it was bad, but I I I I, I did find myself enjoying it while I watched it. It wasn't like I I hated the whole entire thing and I wanted to the leave. fight scenes were good. I really liked. Oh, like, you mean like I, I sat I there through the Dreamcatcher saying how terrible it was the whole time? You weren't like that. <laughs> the right, more bro? you, the more you hate fucked Dreamcatcher, the more <laughs> I wanted to stay. <laughs> 
she made that movie her bitch. <laughs> I have I have not seen Dreamcatcher. It Watch it. Glorious. Wait, wait after that review. All right, I guess I owe it to you guys. Like, <laughs> it is Watch it. Share share with us. It's infamous. It sounds like. Yeah. So here's the thing. She hates it. It's a she thinks it's a heinous piece of shit. And I like. Is it as bad as the, the room? Worst movie I have ever oh my, seen. In oh my, my god, Anthony. Life. Oh my god, Anthony. I did not hit her. I did not. It's bullshit. It's a lie. Oh hi, Tom. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. It's I don't know why I said Tom. <laughs> you did really good. Up until I, I haven't. I haven't yeah, seen I it actually. I've right. not seen the room. I want to um, see the movie they're doing about. I am going to introduce the next person to talk now. Um, but I do want to say that James Franco is making a movie about the making of the room. Next, Erica, Marvel versus DC, go. Oh, Marvel. It's definitely Marvel right now. Um, everybody, everybody I know has a hard on for the fucking Batman Chris Nolan movies. And I don't. I don't think they were bad. I don't think they were great either. They were, they were decent movies, but as far as I can tell, the only thing DC has done right, and I might be forgetting something because I have a headache, is uh, Wonder Woman. I feel like that's the only fucking thing that's done, has been done right by DC. So with that, I would say it's definitely Marvel because Marvel took a unknown comic book for the most part and made a fucking franchise out of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, sure, you could walk up to anybody, you know, what, five years ago and say, hey, have you heard of the X-Men? Yeah. You know, have you heard of Spider-Man? Sure. Have you heard of this or that? But you could have walked up to almost anybody and said, have you heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy? And they'd be like, what the fuck? They took something that nobody knew and made it amazing. So it's definitely fucking Marvel. Well, um, Nathan Fillion, he when he found out that James Gunn was doing Guardians of the Galaxy, because it was the thing about Marvel trying to get their obscure property is popular. And he's like, I remember that comic. It was stupid. And then, like, next thing you know, like, it, it was big and everybody like you said now everybody knows about it because the gardens of the galaxy was a very unknown ser- uh, series for a long time yeah i didn't oh, even yeah. know it existed as like a comic series at all until the movie and i was like what's this and uh, i was like it's I a comic only, book i only did because my dad has collected marvel comic books he's not a big dc guy um, but just Marvel comic books forever. I mean, he's got stacks and stacks and stacks of them in his closet. And he's been collecting since he, he was like 10 or 11. So I knew about it because I'd seen him, but like never like really read them very much. So but that's why that's why it's Marvel. Mike, what about you? Okay, this is gonna, I'm going to sound sad, but I'm not really biased. I love them both. I think Marvel does an amazing job at their movies. They they take elements of their comic storylines and they integrate them into their universe and then they just have fun with it. Whereas DC is trying, like a majority of the time, was trying to do their own stories with their stuff. And not, granted, most of them they didn't do too well, but like, and they're, it seems like they're trying to take elements from their comics now. It's, uh, if they're at, a lot of people think they're doing a little bit better with the integration. It's a lot of people, like some people in this room agree that they're not doing well at all. But I just, if we're talking about overall positive reviewing, I'm going to go Marvel because they have had it. Like Anthony said, they made like Iron They were about to fully cancel and stop for one production on Iron Man 100% until the movie came out. When the movie came out, 
Iron Man couldn't be kept on the shelf. People wanted it. So that's like what's going on. That's the thing is they 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 re, they rejuvenate a comic just by having a movie idea for them. So I'm I will go Marvel, but I'm not really biased because uh, the Dark Knight trilogy that Nolan did, I really did like it. Except Christian Bale wasn't really Batman. He was a guy who wanted to be Batman because his he lost somebody, and instead of fighting harder to be a better Batman like Bruce Wayne would have, he took eight years off and went into a deep depression. You guys got Christian Bell on the podcast. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> We're done professionally, mate. <laughs> oh, that thing you I'm were sorry. standing in my light get the fuck off the stage I'll I'm sitting here trying up. to do my job I'm trying to try and do my job and you're back here making fucking noise oh what the f- I bet you're a nice guy mate, but we're, we're done professionally I you're missed crazy. something what is that from he was filming Terminator Oh, which term? What was that? Was it salvation? Yeah, not Genesis. But. Yeah, it was salvation. And I guess one of the uh, stagehands on the lighting crew was trying to fix a um, was trying to do some lighting setup while he was doing a take on a like a close up take, and like the noise he was making was like distracted uh, Christian Bell, and like he just lost his shit on this guy. Oh yeah, he like they there. I don't know if there's a video of it, but I know there's a. Um, I know there's audio of it floating yeah, around. Yeah, there's audio. And it's just like, and you get, and the big thing is like, he's just like, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but we're just done professionally. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's like the most, like, I'm, I, he's Australian, right? Or is he British? I, I think he's British. I thought he was Australian. Is, he might be Australian. I think he's Australian, but that is the most British way to tell somebody to fuck off that I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you're a really nice guy. <laughs> but we are done professionally. <laughs> Ah, that's great. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but long and short of it, I'm going to go Marvel. Because, honestly, the Iron Man movies, what actually got me and my dad to be a little bit closer, because my dad loved Iron Man. He thought it was great. Like my, I was like, oh, man, maybe I want to see Iron Man. And my dad came in the room and he's like, hey, Friday, you and me, we're going to go see Iron Man. Um, I I need to add a fact. Um, He's Welsh. Thank you. Oh, wow. So he's British. Yeah. He's Welsh. (laughs) No, he's fucking British. Last time I checked... Wales was part of the British Empire. You know, you know, you like know, this is, the you know Prince what? No, of Wales. Welsh is that kid. Is Welsh is you know, the, guys. Wales guys, is the kid in the family. He's a lion. You don't mate. understand me. I'm myself, mom. All right, all right. I'm gonna have a dragon on my flag. You, this is who I am. Man, man. Hey. shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, I say both of you shut the fuck up. It's a really stupid thing to argue about. <laughs> People from Wales like to be called Welsh. Okay. He runs like a Welshman. <laughs> Michael just speaks for all Welsh people now. As long no, as you don't call him a Wellman, that's too much. <laughs> oh, thank you for redeeming that conversation. I appreciate it, Dan. That oh, was hilarious. Of course. I was, was like, good. I was, was trying good. to think, like, how do I actually say something as funny as what they're saying right now? Because right. <laughs> I have an announcement to make. We're at an hour and eight. I oh, crossed geez. out a lot of the topics we had written down. Yeah. Do we want to add another one or... Is anybody on a time crunch? I'm not on a time crunch. I did want to throw this out there to see how you guys reacted and if you know about it. And um, the new mutants, do you guys know what that is? I'm so excited! Yes. That's insane. That is an insane move. And so good. Erica, why don't you tell the kids at home about the new mutants TV show uh, movie? They took they took something. Okay, so when we think of Marvel, we think of bright colors, comic book, you know, heroes, blah blah blah. They took the the 
the story of the new mutants and they made it a fucking horror movie. And I'm so goddamn excited about it. No fucking way. I Have you not doing... seen the trailer? No, I've <gasps> been under a rock, okay? Holy hell. And I just they, barely and... saw the Reinhardt backstory video. Uh, That's a good movie. No. Okay. Anyway, so, and the, I can't think of her name off the top of my head because I'm really bad, but the girl that plays Ar- uh, Arya Stark. Oh, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams, yes. She's in it? it. She's in it, yes. Oh, I am looking up the trailer now. The cherry on top. so good. The cherry on top to the whole thing is that they're basing it on an actual story, and they're bringing in the creators of the New Mutants to work on it. So it's hitting all the points. Like, it's a real story. They're using creative. It's like, dude, they're going to, it's either going to stink. Actually, no, it's either going to be like a non hit and be awesome, or it's going to be like a huge hit and everyone's going to be confused. Either way, it's going to be good. I I think it's going to be the second one. I think it's going to be a big hit and everybody's going to be really confused. It's Fox, right? And I believe so. They own all the mutant properties. Yeah. Um, I am excited about. Um, I'm actually going to get a Hulu account because I'm excited about this. Um, they're making the Runaways into a Hulu show. I heard about that. Yeah, I did. I heard James that. Marsters is one of the parents. Which oh, nice. So if you're not familiar with the Runaways, it's about a bunch of kids who have powers um, who inherit them from their parents, but they find out that their parents are villains. That's awesome. I yeah. actually so, I didn't know great. the backstory of the Runaways at all. And yeah, and James Marsters is going to play one of the parents. I wonder what villain he's supposed to be. I don't know. Well, I know we don't know yet. I'm just excited. He's I'm not father. <laughs> super familiar with the Runaways, so I don't know who the villains are that have the kids, and I don't even know what property it is. It's Marvel, right? M- Marvel's so. Runaways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Marvel's Runaways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually really funny. So you mentioned Guardians earlier and how that was like an obscure title, but now they're that was like the catalyst for Moon Knight TV show for. I guess Luke Cage and all that stuff. Luke Cage is a little more known than Guardians, but like it's it is really a good point because that now there's all these weird ones coming out and they have every reason to believe that it's all about the movie and not about the property, which is a great position to be in. Luke Cage is more well known where yes. you live. On oh, the I West guess that's Coast, true. It's not real known. Yeah, I didn't know about Luke Cage. I knew um, about it. You don't Am live I on the West Coast now. But I did for a majority of my life. (laughs) I barely knew anything about Luke Cage, okay? Am I the only one that wasn't, like, super into Luke Cage? I tried to get into that show. I liked it for the first few episodes, but I'm losing steam on it, to be honest. I, I liked it. I had the concept is kind of like Superman kind of concept. Like, like where's the, you know, where's the... uh, Where's the uh, the story progression in a guy that basically just can't die? It's like, okay, so I know he's pretty much going to survive and get out of every situation. Okay. And so lo- Unless Jessica uh, Jones shoots the shotgun again. Yeah. yeah, that was great. That was actually really cool. I, I did feel <laughs> like his weaknesses in the movie were, were shoehorned in. Yeah. Or, yeah, show. 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 I was waiting for that. Well, I stopped you know, watching. What, like, what are his weaknesses? What did they add? Because I saw really season... Um, he can be poisoned. It, 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 he can be like poisoned. Uh, internal organs can be damaged if he's hit with enough force. Yeah, and his internal organs aren't hard. So, like, if he drank a glass of glass <laughs> of like powdered glass, it would kill him. Yeah. Um, because like the like what I said with Jessica Jones when she sh- when she shot him in the face with a shotgun, it didn't break any skin, but the co- but he got a severe concussion and his brain was starting to swell, and that's what was and it was basically almost going to kill him. Dan. 
Um, what comic books would you like to be seen made into movies? Kind of happened. T- Tonality-wise, it happened, which is Suicide Squad. But I was reading the Thunderbolts for a long time. And Ooh. I couldn't stop reading the Thunderbolts for a long time. And I want to see that mainly because Songbird is one of the best characters out of that whole season uh, series. So I think the now, Thunderbolts would be great. Fill our listeners and me in on who are the Thunderbolts. I've heard of them before, but I'm not real familiar. The Thunderbolts are basically exactly the Suicide Squad. They're Marvel's villains recruited by, I think it's either the S.H.I.E.L.D. or straight up the U.S. government. I forget which one. Aren't they they recruited by General Thunderbolt, Ross? They are. Yeah, so Thunderbolts. The governments, though. I think he's, I forget if he's with the government or S.H.I.E.L.D. He's military. Right, so the military. He's government. Right, government. Put a bomb in their brains and they say, you do our missions or we blow your brains up. And that's the Thunderbolts. That sounds fun. And it's villains. So they're always arguing, which is great. If you've ever read X-Men, you know, that's always fun when there's internal bickering. So that's that's my pick. Thunderbolts. I know what Michael's probably going to say. So I'm going to say curse words. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this much on the podcast, but it's this amazing comic I've been reading about a wizard who comes to Earth from another dimension serving his dark overlord. And he falls in love with the culture of New York and decides to become a private wizard to anybody who's who can pay him in gems. And he has a talking koala and he gets his power from his beard. I love um, it. It sounds very Harry Dresden. I when I, I was, was just trying thinking to, that when I was trying to sell Dan on this last night, I, I, I shared one scene. So at one point, the president decides he needs to be taken out and fires a nuke at him when he's standing on the top of his building in um, New York and the nuke is coming and wizard casts a spell and the nuke disappears in a puff of smoke and the puff of smoke is shaped like wizard with two middle fingers raised high. (laughs) (laughs) I love this guy. (laughs) I've I've had some time to think about it and I I formulated a good response for you in the post. um, What's that movie called? Not kill, not uh, the green and the yellow. Um, and he gets his butt kick ass in the post kick ass world. That movie is totally greenlit. That's my response. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Brian, I have to ask since you know me so well, which one do you think I'm going to say? You're last, so I'll see if I'm right when you say it. Um, I want you to say it now. Um, Erica, no, Anthony, you're up. (laughs) Threw him off hard. Uh, I don't really read a lot of comics, though. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't know why I asked. They have, yeah. they have Warhammer comics. I know. I read the first 40K comic, and I have like the other three, and I haven't really, I didn't really read them. Well, there already is a 40K movie. That's true. Which, what? There is, there a 40K is movie. yeah. Still need to find it. It's an independent film. Yeah, it's independent. Mm. Yeah, I didn't watch it. But yeah, uh, like like I said, yeah, I did read the first of the new 40K comic books from Titan, and then there's like another, there's the other three that I have to read because I have them and I just haven't read them. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm just not huge in the comics like you guys are. I'm sorry. I'm, it's just not my nerdy thing. Okay. Erica, you're up. Um, so this is going to be kind of specific. So when I was a kid, I read, um, in the early nineties, they released a Catwoman comic. Did anybody else read this? Probably not. There's no, here. Yeah. So, um, and that's what I want to see because that storyline was really unique to Catwoman. It wasn't like the the you know regular nonsense we usually see. And she's like basically a ninja, and it's awesome. And that's that's what I want to see. That that sounds like a much better version of Catwoman than the one we were given. Yeah. 
It is. It is. It's it's my favorite version of Catwoman. So what about you, Michael? Rat Queens. Yeah, I was right. Rat <laughs> Queens? Yes, Rat Queens. What is Rat Queens? Well, Rat Queens is uh, it's a fantasy-based comic book about a group of adventurers who are all female. And they like okay they have a halfling who's a total drug addict and like they go on an adventure like hey you got the food yeah sure and she dumps the bag and uh mushrooms and candy fall out and she's like it's <laughs> like here's our food and they're like you brought mushrooms and mushrooms and candy i'm not eating psychedelic drugs and sweets for for dinner and she's like got a handful of it and she's like okay you're lost the um the oh god i lost my train of thought this cold is hitting me hard um Brain not working. Oh, the fighter is a hipster dwarf yep. who shaved off her beard before it was cool. Yeah. And then whenever all the other female <laughs> dwarves started shaving their beards, she grew hers back because she was insulted. She's like, I bet they don't even understand what that means. Uh. Oh, my God. Oh, and hilarious. at the end of one of their and at the end of their first arc, she had totally bangs a half orc. Yeah. Did you know that the newest issue is um, focused on him? Oh, it is. I need to see it. Yeah, they they did a bonus issue that's just his story, kind of like they did the the um the orcish barbarian one. Yeah, because uh, if I remember, all the like his adventure, they're all called the they're all Dan's. How'd you get introduced to Rat Queens, Mike? Uh, uh, it was because of Critical Role. They they announced that they got a cameo, a couple pages in uh, in Rat Queens, and, and I uh, heard about it through Mike. Exactly, <laughs> and I've read more about more of it than he has. It sounds like. It's on my pull list at the comic book store. I go and get yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to buy the vault. I'm trying to buy the train. Yeah, the new volume just came out. So you know what I want to see? What I want to see? Not that the first one was bad. I want a new Constantine movie. Good thing to say. Well, like, I read. really, really do. Constantine's going to be in Legends of Tomorrow this year. Yes, I know. I follow him on Twitter. And the he actor. Is, he is going to be a chain smoker, and he is going to be bisexual. It's awesome. They're using the same actor from the act from the show, right? They sure are. Yeah, yeah. they they got the he approvals for great. it. He was great. He was great. I love him. And they're releasing the Constantine animated series right around the same time on CW Seed. Yeah, I heard about that. And we he's need, doing the voice on that too, isn't he? Yeah, he was not only the voice in that, he was also the voice of Constantine in Justice League Dark. Yeah, I yes, knew that, that I know. Yeah. Sorry. So, I just as far say as DC sucking, I have to say that their animated movies are amazing. <laughs> DC animated not wrong. amazing. God, what did I see that just came out that was really good? There was like a floating house and Batman. Justice League Dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm so bad with names. I Because you called me and you were like, you let Amelia watch that? I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, you let your... She was eight at the time? Nine. Nine, yeah. Yeah, I was blown away. All right, so what we're out so- of in it i i am i am putting my foot down now we're out of time because we're still going to do our movie described badly oh, okay um we are just who is going to describe batman versus superman badly because i've never seen it i've da- seen it dan do you want to take this we do it like a quick read of a, a dvd cover that was written by somebody who wasn't really familiar with the movie okay okay so okay let me try this give me one moment and then i'll come out with something that might be terrible Okay, one guy hates that the other guy is taking the first guy's job, but it's up to this lady to make sure that the first guy doesn't kill the other guy, and then something else happens. And both of your names, mom's names are Martha. No, it's just like bad mother. (laughs) And also moms are involved, but not in the way you'll think. (laughs) 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 We saw... 
All I will say is, why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? <laughs> we saw a mom's being involved in not in the way you think. I think Pornhub released last year that their number one search term was stepmom. That's weird. Jesus. Okay. It's so specific and weird. That's overly specific. And odd and not related to what we're talking about at all. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> that was a fantastic segue. Into- by, by the way, you guys. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, Pornhub um, is negotiating to buy the rights of the Netflix TV show um, Sensate. So they no can make way. a new season on Pornhub. Oh, no. Oh, that is a really? decision. Because Sensate's a very sex-positive movie, and they a it, very sex-positive show, and they want to they wanna produce that kind of content on their on their channel other than just porn. Good for them. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, wow. someone's got to make porn websites more than porn-ish. Yep. They've done a few already. Like, they've done reality shows that are... They did a reality show where it's people competing to be in a porn production. That's awesome. I, I can't even. <laughs> that's that's funny. You know, I love Pornhub con- as a company. They're a cool company. Yeah. The kind of content that only they can do. I love the memes that come out of their comment section where it's like, like, like you just see the title of the video and then also somebody's like, hey, can somebody help me answer this math question? Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> just answers a math question in the middle of this like comment section of this porn video. <laughs> You know, because putting porn in the background while you do homework has been proven scientifically to increase your productivity. (laughs) You focus so hard. (laughs) Dan, why don't you promote your stuff as we're getting ready to close out? Okay, so if you liked my voice, you can hear my podcast at soundcloud.com slash dinosaur machines. I do it with two of my closest friends and we play a game and then talk about it. And then we do a quiz show. And you can totally try to play along, which is fun. That's the podcast. Um, I update my blog so regularly, and that's sarcasm in my voice, (laughs) called nerdpundit.com. And that's the website. And I'm trying so hard to make a YouTube channel happen. And this is just me. And that's hit buttons. And if you want to see that, you can go to hitbuttons.fun and it'll redirect you to the YouTube channel. And that's just a Let's Play channel right now. But I think I want to do a baking segment, but I don't know yet. It's really, I'm trying to try it. We'll see. Are you going to make food from video games? I'm going to try, like, I want to do something. And this is probably the most realistic goal, like a Star Wars pastry in time for the Star Wars release, just to celebrate it. Maybe like just stuff. I don't know. Just to have fun on YouTube. Because like, I feel like a lot of people are doing Let's Plays and that's great. I like making them. But I feel like I would also like to do other things that are just weird. So I think I'm going to try that. But you won't know unless you check out my YouTube channel. So you want to hear something really cool? Yes, I do. Amel- my daughter, Amelia, mm-hmm. uh, just turned 10, and she doesn't know this yet, so hopefully she is not upstairs where she could hear me, but she has been on this kick right now of making movies with her iPad, and they're all movies like, like her little sister, and she writes out these movies, and then she puts her baby sister in the midst of it and films it. So, like, she made uh, Babyzilla and like set up like all these toys to look like a whole city like houses there there was like a like like a little people like in a in a blue ring because he was supposed to be in the pool outside behind a house so she like created this whole thing and then she releases her sister in it to where she can destroy everything and she like films it so she is really into like making these movies where her sister is like the the main (laughs) 
character. Like she made Bat Bat Baby and the Rattle of Justice. I mean, she comes up with all these great things. And so for her birthday, um, she just turned 10 Wednesday, but her birthday party's tomorrow. We bought her a handheld camcorder and tripod so that she can film her movies. And we're going to put them on YouTube. That's incredible. That's the best gift you could possibly give her in this time. I what I did this week is um, I finally did that Frankenstein costume I've been talking about at work and I won the work costume contest. I know that's really exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I had a partner. So we split the $200 prize. Nice. We we did. Um, I think I discussed this last time. We did uh, Batman like Chris was Batman and I was Catwoman. And then Amelia was Batgirl and then Roan was Batbaby. That's what we did for Halloween. It was fun. Dan, I think you're the only one who hasn't shared what they did for Halloween yet. Oh, shoot. Halloween. Oh, this is sad. So I didn't do much. Um, but so my job had a, a Halloween party question mark. And it wasn't we went to a bar. <laughs> it wasn't like it was so poorly planned. Even my bosses were like, yeah, we didn't actually plan this. We just made sure it was on a Monday. It was on the Monday before Halloween. Didn't do anything. We just went to a bar. But I wore a purple parrots T-shirt and I claimed to be a retired purple parrot who hasn't let the dream go purple parrots from um legends of the hidden temple that show oh that the obstacle course god. tv show yes. oh my god that so much this is a shirt that i just own because my friends were like hey they're the lo-. actually mark and dave were like they're the losingest team i'm gonna buy not that shirt and then they bought like the other ones and i'm like i'm buying the purple parrots because they're gonna win this is their time even though the show's <laughs> way canceled but so that's I what uh win someday. Yeah. yeah, they never won. <laughs> they were statistically that's, the worst. That's a nice deep cut. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's fantastic. That brought <laughs> like, me back. So that was well, what I did. I heard they were bringing back uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. I'm just saying. They did a movie where it's like the guy, they go on the show and then they find the real Hidden Temple. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I want them to bring the game show back. I really do. So. I think that's what Erica said is happening, yeah, right? That's literally what I just said, Mike. No, well, no, like, because uh, when you said you think they're bringing it back, but, I, but from what everything I saw, it's supposed to be a movie. Oh, no, no. Amelia was talking about it with somebody. Oh, if it's for, oh, if the game show's really coming back, like you're like, that's what you're saying, then holy hell, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yo, that's what Amelia was talking about with one of her friends. So, oh, I, oh, I'm, I'm totally in. I, I loved that show. That show was amazing. It'd be so I good mean, if they got old cast members to come back and try to do the new stuff, like they're in their 40s and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I well, want to see the original host swing in like he used to. Like, she doesn't know that it's something being brought back, though. She was like, yeah, so my friends were talking about this Hidden Temple show, and it's going to be, like, I think Disney has it, or ne- is it Nick? Nick- I think Nickelodeon. Nick. Yeah, they're supposed to be bringing it back. Like, they're advertising for it, from what it sounds like. I wanted to bring back Guts. Yeah, it's like the... Including Guts with the aggro crag mountain. Yeah. You know, now is not the time for tangents. Now is the time to close us out, Mikey. No, I agree. (laughs) So... But no, today we talked about comic book movies, ones we liked, some we didn't like, some that we thought were crappy, some we thought were amazing. And we did all this with our special guest, Dan Colonna. I said your last name right again, did I? Yeah, you, you nailed it every time. Ah, good. I'm so worried about messing it up. But no, today, yeah, we talked about comic book movies. And honestly, it's, it's good to be back. Uh, of course, I don't know where I was. Brian, where was I? What happened? Activate amnesia mode. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. <laughs> I'm your... <laughs> 
Oh, you're amazing, Mikey. I was hoping so hard. Uh, so, yeah, no, this this is our episode. Uh, I actually had a lot of fun talking about this because uh, comic book movies have become such a prevalent thing for all of us. So it was a lot of fun. And uh, I've been your host, Special Mikey, along with who was Hindu Anthony. Goodbye, Buttercup. Super Vegan Brian. Goodbye, Nurse. The Cursey Smurf Erica. Bye. The Pudnit Machine Man himself, Dan Colonna. I still don't know who you people are. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up and I had my Skype headset on. Help. Why am I tied to my chair? <laughs> so, yeah, no, thank you. But thank you for being on, man. It was really good. Uh, it was uh, my honor and pleasure. You guys are awesome. And I'll never not know you guys after the way we met. So this is exciting for me nice. to follow through. Yeah. And we definitely want you to come back on. You, uh, you're awesome. Love it. That's so. exciting. Thank you. I'll be back for sure. Great. And uh, that's been, this is Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm, I almost said I'm your host again. Chad, did you hear the again? Oh, no, this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Say goodbye, Anthony. Frank, cut him off. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our new show.